Well, hello, everyone, and I'm back. Um, welcome to my podcast. If you're new here, you probably haven't noticed anything different, but for those of you that have been here for any length of time at all, you know I've been posting consistent content for a long time. You know, just to give a little backstory, I started my YouTube channel over three years ago. Um, I just had a message that I felt like I needed to share with people, and our creative director, um, kept, you know, telling me like, I really think you'd do great at YouTube. And so I started it and I got great coaching and all kinds of things along the way and just growing myself as a communicator. And I'm so deeply grateful for my time on YouTube. And um, through that time, I decided through you guys' suggestions to start a podcast. And so I did. I put myself out there and we started this podcast and it grew really quickly. I was amazed at how quickly it grew um, just because I really didn't do a lot to promote it. But it was through you guys sharing and telling people about it. And then over time, um, I'm going to give you some my journey on YouTube, why I walked away from it, where I've been the last few weeks. And, um, you know, one thing that God's been really been speaking to me a lot lately is that if it feels like too much, it probably is. If it feels like it too, it's too much, it probably is. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, no part about that is it being burdensome, frustrating, um, exhausting to do it. And for me uh, and the journey that we've been on, our church has just grown so much. I mean, we've over doubled in the last year and we've over, over doubled our staff and so many things have just been growing and flourishing. It's been so great. And the one thing that honestly hasn't grown is my YouTube channel. And I kept having this inner war within myself about uh, doing YouTube. Should I do it? Should I not do it? But I just kept going because I felt like it's the right thing to do. And quitters never win and winners never quit. Like I live by that model. In fact, I will tell people all the time that I think that my biggest weakness is that I'm disciplined to a fault and that's not a strength of mine. It's actually, I think through this journey, I've realized that's actually a weakness. And so in that it's, it got to where YouTube was just absolutely draining. Um, I would look in that camera and just dread it. Like the weeks I had to record, I hated it. And it went from being like this joyful thing, this thing I love, this thing I was passionate about to, I didn't want to do it anymore. And every time I kind of hint that I was going to quit. Everybody would encourage me and tell me not to quit. Don't stop. But in my heart of hearts, I knew that that season was done, but I was so afraid of walking away. And I would challenge you, you know, maybe you're listening to this. I want to challenge you that every season in our life has a distinct start and finish to them. And I think if there's anything that Christians are really good at, we're really good at hearing God's voice. You know, maybe some of you have heard God's voice and you started something. But I was at a conference not too long back and the speaker said a season has a start and a finish. So that means that there's some things that God's going to be finished with in each different season of our life. And immediately when he said that, I was like, that's me and YouTube. And I kept going for several more months because I felt so bad to quit. Then in my Bible reading, 
I was reading about Elijah and Elijah's there and God leads him to a brook and the brook is refreshing him with water and he has ravens coming to feed him. I mean, God was the first Uber Eats and so here Elijah is and he's being fed by the ravens and he's being fed by the brook. Well, God tells him it's time to move on, but Elijah doesn't want to leave because he's comfortable. He's there. The brook's watering him. The ravens are feeding him. He's not having to be in battle. All these things, right? Everything's going so great and so God causes the ravens to stop coming in the brook to dry up you know if I'll be honest I knew that God was done with my YouTube channel last year in the fall but I kept going I kept going because I felt like it was the right thing to do and honestly I kept thinking that what if I miss out on God's full plan and my YouTube channel was growing really well and the minute I decided I was going to keep going even though I felt like the season had ended then all of a sudden it started shrinking really fast, like just started just drying up. And the Lord spoke to me when I was reading my Bible. He said, you know, the YouTube, your YouTube channel was exactly like that brook and those ravens. And it wasn't that God didn't use the brook and the ravens to feed Elijah. It's just that every season has a distinct start and a finish. You know, when you read that story about Elijah, I love it so much in First Kings. It tells us that he went on and there was a widow woman waiting for him in that same chapter. And you think that God was done with that season, but he wasn't done with Elijah. And I think a lot of times in our lives, if we'll just be honest with right where we're at, when something doesn't work and we mark it as a failure in our eyes, we all of a sudden begin to label ourselves as failures and we begin to question if God's done with us. And I just want to encourage you wherever this finds you, that just because God's done with a season doesn't mean he's done with you. And for me, I had to separate that. I felt like YouTube was a failure and it wasn't like God used it in amazing ways and helped so many people it's just that he was done and when God's done with the season he's done you know I think if we're not careful we'll let the enemy in on our minds and he'll begin to speak to us you know I love the Bible tells us about Jesus baptism and at his baptism the Bible tells us that the clouds parted and the Lord spoke this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. You know, he spoke love over his son. He spoke adoration over his son. He spoke approval over his son. And then the very next verses, it says the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil. You know, just a few days later, and then the enemy comes in and he says this, if you are the son of God, turn these rocks into bread. And basically what the enemy was saying is, are you really who God says you are? You know, I think things, when they happen in our lives, the first thing that they're after is our identity. But the second thing that the enemy was after is he didn't say that he was the acceptable or the love son. He just called him a son. You know, whenever we're going through circumstances in life, and it's easy to feel God when you're there in the baptismal waters, right? It's easy to know that, wow, God is here when he's multiplying the loaves and the fish and everything's amazing. But when you're in that wilderness testing season, the two things that we begin to question is, who am I and who does God say that I am? 
And when we begin to get into that questioning place, the enemy is going to try to define our life circumstances. You know, let me put it this way. Um, if for me, it was God putting on me to put it down. But then the enemy saying, if God told you to do this, then you better not stop. Or what about this? The enemy would begin to tell me, what if this week your channel really explodes? Or what about this? If God really loved you, why hasn't things taken off by now? And I don't know the answers for any of those, but I know this, that I am fully loved by God and I'm fully known exactly where I'm at. And I know the same is true for you. And I know this, that the enemy doesn't change his tactics. You know, you can replace YouTube for me with your business for you or your marriage or your children or whatever it is that you're dealing with. Maybe it's a hard, difficult time with somebody you love so much. And I just want to tell you that the enemy always wants to come in and he wants to take your identity and he wants to take who God says you are and he removes love out of it and here in my life I began to see how the enemy did that for me and literally I had so many people tell me when I walked away from YouTube they began to say back to me what the enemy had been saying well what are you going to do if your YouTube channel explodes tomorrow what are you going to do if this happens and I told them I was like I don't know I guess I'll have to find out from God what to do next you know I think all of us go through times and seasons of should I quit or should I not and I don't think that we should ever quit and just walk away because here's the thing is I started YouTube because I believed in my heart of hearts like to the depth of my being I know that I have a message that's going to help change people's lives I know it I've seen it happen too many times whether it's at our sisterhood gathering where literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women are gathered together and they're lives are impacted or whether it's through a book that I've written or whether it's through a community group I teach or here at our church like I know I have a message and here's the thing is that we're loyal to our calling and not to the method and I'm loyal to the mission the mission is God's called me to be a voice to this generation God has called me to help empower and equip his people God's called me to help teach the word of God to people in practical ways and that mission is never going to change but the method for it will always be changing and will always be clarifying you know I did an interview with Allison I'm going to link that podcast down below I'd love for you to jump over and listen to it. And whenever she was talking about it, she was like, Crystal, it's not that the message is the problem. It's the method. And if Netflix was still sending out DVDs in the mail, they wouldn't be who they are today. And she's like, the same is true for you. You're not, there's not something wrong with the message. There's something wrong with the method. So let's dig a little bit deeper on this. The reason why I had a hard time quitting is because a long, long time ago, I heard a well meaning preachers say this line if there's no doors that means there's no calling and he said if you ever want to see if God's called you watch and see how many doors he opens watch and see how much he grows your influence and if he doesn't grow your influence it's because he hasn't called you yeah I remember whenever I heard that it stuck in my brain and I wish I could get it out And I think the biggest thing with my YouTube channel not taking off and just feeling like a failure, which sounds silly, but feeling like a failure, and I think we can all relate to this on some level, is I felt like that he was, that speaker was telling the truth. 
that it was because I wasn't called and I was doing all this out of my own measure, out of my own means. But now that I've stepped back and looked at it, now I know that I know that I know that I was doing the right things. And it wasn't ever a problem with what God was doing. It's just the method. You know, I want to challenge you in your life. Maybe you're in a season, maybe you're in a time, a space where you've been really frustrated and maybe you're super disciplined like me and you're having the hardest time walking away from something. I would just want to challenge you that one small pivot could change your life forever. One small pivot could totally set you up. One small change can totally change the trajectory of your life. You know, everybody remembers Michael Jordan as the basketball player, but very few of us remember him in baseball. Now just think if Michael Jordan would have given his whole life to baseball and didn't pivot to basketball. Here's the thing, is he was an athlete. He was a very skilled athlete. It's just which court he was made to play on. And I want to tell you that in your life, that God has called you, that you are, you've got giftings, you've got skills, you've got an anointing that nobody else has. You have a voice that nobody else can say. You've got something inside of you that everybody else needs. And the thing is, is that you will never know if you don't try. And so pick up lots of things. Try lots of different things and see what God can do. You know, I want to read this to you out of Exodus chapter 3. And I love this so much. And it starts in verse 11. And Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will surely be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. And Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am, and what I am, and I will be what I will be. And he said, You shall say this to the Israelites, I am sent you. You know, I wanted to read that to you and just let you know that Moses had questions. Moses had questions with God. But I love this, that God wasn't intimidated by his questions. And I want to tell you that in your life, no matter where life finds you, God is totally okay with your questions. And again, the two things that the enemy is going to want to come up against you is, is who are you and what does God say about you? And here Moses is, and he knows this is what he's been called to do. In fact, the Bible tells us that when Moses was younger, he had killed a man because he saw the injustices being brought upon his people. And now here Moses is, so many years later, he's on the backside of the wilderness and God finds him. You know, I want to tell you that God knows exactly where you need to be, even when you don't know. Sometimes I think the best thing we can do is just surrender to whatever he has. Quit fighting against what isn't working. Quit trying to just be more faithful and work harder because sometimes in our mindset, that's what we think we need to do. And instead, what we need to do is surrender and say, God, who am I in this season? And what do you want to be for me in this season? See, God found Moses on the backside of the wilderness. He found Jonah inside of a whale. He found Gideon in the wine press. 
Annas, and he found Peter on a boat fishing after Jesus' death and burial. He found Paul on the road to Emmaus, and I want to tell you that he can find you right where you're at too. He's not intimidated by your questions. Your past failures have not disqualified you. In fact, I will just say this. In my life, I've learned that it's through my failures that I figure out what I'm called to do and who God says I am. How can you ever discover it if you never try? Nobody ever puts a puzzle together the first try without making any mistakes, right? But it's through doing it that you learn how it all fits together. And the same is true in your life. God's got a great calling. God's got a great great purpose. And I know that he's going to take you places that you never dreamed were possible. And all it is is just one tiny pivot. So I want to ask you this question as we close out our time together is what pivot is God asking you to take? Is there a small change that God has asked you to make? Maybe it's you've been doing something and you're like me and you just think if I'd be more faithful, then this will start coming together. I want you to take some time and ask God, who am I in this season and who are you to me? And I think when you begin to ask that, you're going to get some really great answers and it's going to lead you into great peace. So, hey, with all that said, can you do me a favor if you haven't done so already? Hit subscribe here on iTunes and share this message with somebody that you know might get some value out of it. Uh, Truly am so thankful uh, to be here on my podcast. My podcast isn't going anywhere. And so I'll still be uploading content over here and I can't wait to keep going on this faith journey with you. And so if you will, just do me a favor and help share it with your friends, with your family. I love seeing you guys post about it on social media. It's always so cool to see how God just continues to get this message out. So hey, with all that said, let's do something awesome for God this week.